0: Welcome to Car Wash M&A, the podcast, brought to you by Amplify Car Wash Advisors, the number one
1: advisors of car wash chains nationwide on mergers and acquisitions in capital advisory services. Hi, I'm Laniece Barnett, Vice President of Business Development at Amplify Car Wash Advisors. And your host of Car Wash MA, the podcast. Here, we'll take a deep dive into the current mergers and acquisitions activity of the car wash industry with a goal of keeping car wash owners informed on where the market is today and where it's going tomorrow so that you can make informed decisions about your business. We'll help you answer the question Should I sell my car wash now? Or should I enter growth mode and really scale my operation? Each month, I'll speak with industry experts will share practical advice on how to sell or scale your car wash. While the industry is undoubtedly changing, what remains constant is the need for solid information so you can evaluate where you are and chart the course for the future of your business. Today, we are live from our studios in lovely Scottsdale, Arizona, it's uh, it's nice to be here in person with you, Jeff. I always love coming into the office and um, excited to chat today for episode 17 of Car Wash MA, the podcast. And today we're going to talk about a different topic. We're going to dive into why there has been a reemergence of interest from gas into the car wash industry in particular, and just kind of what that means for owners, what that means for the industry. And what some of your thoughts and some of what you're seeing as we look across the board. So, first of all, if you could share with our listeners a little bit about what you've seen as far as gas sea stores, um, what trends you're seeing with with what interactions we're having today.
0: Well, thank you, Lenny. First, gas sea store uh, just coming off record years, so they've 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 been uh, minting money. Some of the most profitable companies in the country have been oil companies. And so, uh, you know, from that standpoint, they're sitting with a lot of cash looking for opportunities to go deploy it really. And, and I would say one of the biggest drivers is now with EV coming. And yeah. and it's just a foregone conclusion that it's going to, it's going to erode some of their volume from gas. Just, you know, every year we're seeing more and more electric cars on the road. Uh, so as it does that, you're going to look at, uh, these oil companies are looking ways to, you know, maximize their other profit centers. And so. Car washing now with memberships, mm-hmm. uh, it becomes really an attractive add-on. They're also looking at the loyalty component, uh, that car washing brings. And so you're seeing even now, if you go to your local convenience store, seeing a lot more loyalty, you're seeing a lot more digital activity. They're, they're coming up with apps to, to build more stickiness with, right. their, with their customers. And, and the car washes play perfectly into that.
1: So you talked about the stickiness and I can look at the, the gas space as a consumer still, you know, I'm, I'm just a normal consumer and I do have my preferences, but I also realize that I'm not as loyal to one particular brand as I would be on the car wash side. So I think that there's the code that's been cracked with the memberships and how that really builds loyalty on car washes because Historically, people kind of had that same perception of a car wash. It's a car wash, you know. They're kind of ubiquitous, but now that's changed. What are some of the ways that gas companies are looking to to leverage that stickiness that the car wash industry has garnered?
0: Well, I mean, one one big way is just discounts, right? If you, if you fill up, you're going to you get a discount or a car wash. Uh, now it's almost in reverse. You know, a member, let's say you sign up for a membership, they can give you a $20 discount. I mean, so there's going to be a lot of play back and forth, and you'll get a new card every time you can sign, every time your membership is. So they're going to have a lot of advantages to to really offering benefits to consumers to use both. And it just makes perfect sense. At the end of the day, you're right. Again, the consumer is going to go where, the, where it's convenient to get the car wash. Typically a gas station's in really convenient locations and they'll stay if it's a high quality product. And so as they begin, you know, to really figure out how to wash good cars, I think the customer is going to be, they're going to keep going.
1: And this isn't the first time that there has been the gas, C store, car wash combo, but it seems like what was being done over the last 10, 15 years was such an afterthought on the car wash side that. It didn't work. I can imagine going to like the unmanaged car wash mini tunnel at a gas station now as a more educated car wash consumer, but there's also a lot of real opportunity with rethinking that that relationship and making it better with having it not be an afterthought of having intentionality put into the car wash side.
0: So at least work calls were getting, and we're dealing with quite a few now. They're setting up business units specifically for the car wash business so like you say before it was kind of an add-on thing it's going to be part of your gas station and going to go through an in-bay rollover or something well you can only wash so many cars right an hour they're now figuring out that having memberships and and again if you can have a significant amount amount of memberships and tying the loyalty together it's a it's a major part of their business you know just a you know a last thought could be is gas station multiples, are selling at X, right? They trade at one number. Car wash multiples trade it because of the recurring revenue side of it, significantly higher. So, you know, part of the long-term thinking could be is if they're able to build up a large amount of membership to go with their gas stations, their value of their business just went up.
1: Absolutely. And with that, the options for consumers of that added value, if they have the relationships with either one or the other, that it makes a nice synergy to continue that with a high quality product. We talked a little bit about the diversification for gas companies to have, you know, as EV becomes more popular, but to have these other profit centers. What are some of the other reasons that the car wash industry, particularly? has been attracting them some of the things i think about that we we talk about often is you know the durability of the car wash industry and the resilience through economic downturns through covid that that membership model has really given that a whole new stability in the face of economic headwinds that we've
0: experienced well, first off, it's no longer a little bit piece of their business. So if they're operating it properly, it could be a major part of the revenue driving profitability to their gas stations, right? Separately, you know, it's competition in every business, even in the gas C-store business, they differentiate. So if they're able to add a car wash component and execute in a good way, they're going to differentiate from from the other chains that are growing. It becomes a, a huge win for them. For them, yeah, C-store companies in general, you know, they've already got really good real estate. Mm-hmm. They've already got good real estate teams. They understand how to get stuff entitled. They know how to operate. So for them, it's just such a natural opportunity to grow this whole piece of their business.
1: And what do you see? I mean, we kind of touched on this, but like, why now? Why are, why are we now seeing these like Circle K, like Quick Trip? It seems that those both came at relatively the same time. So there's got to be a reason.
0: So So it's not only those two, but it's I can only tell you every, I mean, not every, but but I would tell you a lot of major oil companies, uh, even some independents with 100 locations, they're all looking at ways to give them additional profit centers with EV coming in. That's sort of the one piece. And again, they, they're they sitting there with more cash now than they've ever had in their history. And they're looking at ways to really, how, how do we, the whole loyalty thing, if you look at gas seed stores in general, you're seeing a, a big emphasis on loyalty digital marketing, you know, that you didn't see that before. This plays in perfectly to help expand that whole business concept, right? So they, they want to be, they're looking at the competition from Amazon and all these other people right out there for delivering foods. This is just a, another opportunity for them to become Amazon proof, so to speak, right? By right. giving a consumer more reasons to come to their store, uh, whether it's to get gas or one of the food products. So they're looking at, at this is really a, a just a, tremendous opportunity to build loyalty to the brand and and again build stickiness before i, I just they didn't need to
1: right we talk a lot about the interest from private equity groups that have come into the car wash space how is this group different than that and what they're looking for or or their trajectory great,
0: great question you know private equity groups typically have a time frame right 5 to 7 years and they're going to be Typically, that five years window is that they're they're going to take that investment and they want to go move on and and monetize it. Oil companies are long term investors, so they could be looking at this thing as it's they have no gun to their head to get in and out. From a a operator standpoint, they could learn the business, they can invest in the business because at the end of the day, they're not looking to flip it. So it, it becomes a much more longer term business proposition for them. Which makes it, you know, from a competitor standpoint way more viable than than a lot of the private equity backed groups out there.
1: And with that, because it's a long-term focus, there's likely you know more focus on building out the infrastructure. So having a stronger team there on site, not cutting labor or being as mindful about keeping those costs down when you're looking at a longer-term plan for. Growth and continued strength of operations. So I see that is a a good sign for the car wash industry as well.
0: For sure. And again, this is definitely a, another viable option in the car wash world. But we're still going to see the really great owner operators and the brands in a market being able to offer memberships. It takes. This isn't an easy business to learn. So there's still a long learning curve to knowing really just how to get customers on your on your lot, how to process cars. And assuming you're doing a great job, I still think those kind of operators will continue to flourish and win. But this is definitely something to to make sure you're taking in consideration as you build out your business.
1: And it seems like, speaking to your point, that this is not the only path forward, but this just adds another layer of people and, and groups that are interested in investing in the car wash industry which for folks that are considering making an exit that this is a whole other you know group of interested buyers potentially
0: more people coming in when you look at a brand in your market that is a very good uh, option for a buyer in your market as well and so if that's what you're looking to do on the other hand again you got to look at like take a look at coffee you know the convenience stores sell coffee so does starbucks and you look at you know, now you look at Dutch Brothers and all these other successful got chains. That one going grow.
1: in right by my house. You got
0: them all these successful chains going. So there's room for everybody. And I still think at the end of the day, it's still such a great value. The more experience consumers get with getting in a car wash, uh, the better it is for everybody. Uh, this is just gonna be one more, and I take it they're very serious about getting in this space.
1: With some of the the bigger names that have have entered the space, it looks like they're trying to do it thoughtfully with the intention of, hey, we want to engage the car wash community and learn from them and not just put a in-bay on the side that hypothetically runs itself and is never touched ever again. But this is with much more intention. For
0: sure, they have a lot more to lose, right? So if you look at the car wash brands or the C-star brands out there, like a QT or a Circle K or somebody, they're going to be very, very sensitive to diluting their brand with anything they do, so they're not looking to come in here and uh and and do this on the cheap. they're gonna be looking at building a like their stores they're gonna look at building a very consistent brand across their platform uh so they're they're definitely not gonna go on the cheap it's gonna be consistent whatever whatever their brand is it'll be uber sensitive to making sure that this lives up to it.
1: Right, absolutely. That this is mirroring the the core principles and service offerings that they have. You know, I think of like QT with their clean bathrooms and they have friendly staff on site. And so making sure that if there is a, a partnership and that brand recognition, that that is a synergistic extension of what they're already good at with right. that.
0: And and I wouldn't forget, the, I mean, again, I, I think you're going to see it a couple national players for sure that we we've talked about but they are definitely i mean we're having conversations with large regional chains as well uh, because they're realizing they've got to get in the game too where the conversations are going though they've a lot of them have attempted to get in the game and they're realizing it is way more difficult to to execute on a on this business than it is what they're currently doing and so they're out seeking help to say okay how do we how do we do this so you're going to see a lot of these guys have interest in it but we'll see at the end of the day how well they can execute. Some of the groups out there are are going to bring in really solid talent. Some guys will continue to try to do it on on their own, but they're going to find out that this is not an easy business to run well. And the ones that do figure it out are, are going to have great success.
1: Absolutely, and and that's something that as we talk with fellow car wash seasoned professionals that it is that recognition that this is not an easy business to run and it takes time and it takes effort and training and structure and all of those things that don't happen overnight and they don't run themselves at all. With these new groups, what does that look like as we continue to go through the year and as, as we look forward kind of on a little bit of a longer term basis, what are some of the possibilities of what what this might look like down the road?
0: You know, I I, I think they're here to stay. So I don't think this is an experiment to uh, see if it works, and we'll get out, get in, or out. I think it's here to stay, and I do think you will see, you know, them continue to really expand aggressively in the markets they're in. So I just think it's going to be. We've got a long way to figure out where, let's say, consumer saturation is, because everybody's sort of that word keeps popping up. I, I still think there's a long way to go, but it, I do look at it. They're here to stay, and uh, and I would look at. The regional companies that start in it are going to look to expand in their own markets, uh, and, and they're long-term. They may not come out of the gate building 50, but they are going to be long and hard and steady developers of car washes.
1: And let's talk a little bit about what those potential growth strategies may be and that we're seeing already, that it's a mix of acquisitions and markets that have you know a strong car wash presence already, and maybe they have their gas stations there as sure. well, so they're going that way, but then... Also, I'm assuming, you know, being on new sites, new gas station sites that they would look at potentially building there as well.
0: So so I think they're for sure they're, I mean, they've got to be within, I would say, three miles or less of an existing store. And again, one of the big drivers of this is technology, right? So with technology, they now could have an app and they could, they could communicate with their customers, even if it's not on site. You know, before you had to drive up on the lot. Uh, You saw a car wash, you got your car wash. Today, with technology, they're going to be able to be more engaging with their customers. you uh, you got to look at all these e-stores. They're all getting into the app business, right? They're going to create this loyalty program. And as long as it's still relatively close to their store, they'll learn how to tie the two together.
1: We've seen the advancements in technology so much over the last several years in the car wash space. We have our AMP Ventures partners AMP memberships and some of the really cool stuff that they do with engaging customers offsite and the gamification of it and just making that interaction more available and more exciting than I'm physically there and this is a person that can make a sales pitch to me, but that building that brand loyalty and then that that extension of of how how they want to engage with them and
0: then they can sell right at their pump. They've got a lot of traffic on a site and they've got a lot of marketing, let's say billboards, just on their own sites and their own pumps. So they're going to have some advantages to really building out that membership base.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it it seems like there's a lot of really exciting things ahead that we kind of didn't have on our radar maybe several years ago that this has shown up and you know we talked about the first half of this year of 2023 with M and A deals in general slowing down, there's a lot of uncertainty on where the where the market was going to go, and then also where valuations are going to land and what that looks like. And after going through that first half, now we're looking towards the second half, and it looks much more optimistic and stable as far as returning to kind of a normalization in the car wash industry that can be a good thing for us.
0: Yeah, I you know I'm we're seeing really bullish signs in the second half. Our we're we're expecting a very big second half of the year. Right now, the deal flow is is coming at a heavy clip. We're seeing a lot. We've got a lot of deal activity. We expect to close a large amount of business in the second half. You know, part of what's driving it is just you know there's a few things. Right, one is the economy hasn't crashed and burned. Consumers are proving to be more resilient uh, than most. You know, I think the the weather impact of the of sort of that first part of the year. Was sort of confusing, right? Was it weather? Was it, was it the economy? Was it consumer pulling back? And we're finding we got data and numbers from May and June and the car and the numbers are coming in strong. We're seeing some really, really strong results around the country. So what, what I think, you know, a lot of these buyers were looking for saying, how do we underwrite these deals? Well, they're seeing numbers stabilize and and grow again. They're also seeing uh, interest rates, you know, stabilize. Uh, so they can underwrite it. And then we've seen, you know, from the seller side, the sellers now realize, you know, there's still a healthy multiple out there. It may not be the deal that they would have got a year ago, but generally speaking, it's a really healthy number. And and it's not going to go back to what it was. At the end of the day, we don't have free money anymore. So we're not going to see those numbers. Uh, so buyers are adjusted Sellers are adjusting. And I think you're going to see a lot of more transactions happening in the second half of the year. And it's just still a very healthy business to be in.
1: Right. And, you know, looking at, okay, so it's not the the numbers that it once was that were anomalies. But what we haven't seen is this fall off the cliff. And so that's really encouraging for that stabilization and normalization and the health of our industry.
0: So one of the key drivers is... It still comes down to operations in this business. And we're in the membership business. If you're not, you're probably probably in the wrong business. And, and memberships have proven to be making this business very stabilized. And the margins, incredible. So it, it's still a very, very exciting business to be in. We're finding that a lot of the buyers that didn't enter the market before are still uh, anxious to get in and get deals done. You know, part of the problem is we haven't had... The quality of the platforms in the first half of the year that we were seeing in the last two years until now, we're we're about ready to take out a couple you know, major platforms out to market. And they're high quality deals, but they weren't out there because I think everybody was sitting on the fence waiting to see what happened. So, you know, look for a really exciting second half of the year. And, you know, you're right. I don't think we're seeing we're going to see things fall off the cliff. You know, in general, car washing has proved to be a very resilient business, even under bad economic times. You know, you may have a drop of, you know, up to 10%, call it, not like other industries, uh, because it's so affordable.
1: Right. And it has that feel-good factor. So I think about a gym membership. A gym membership feels good only after you've been there, but it's the getting there and all of that part of it. There's some guilt involved sometimes, and the car wash relationship subscription doesn't have that as much. It's a, it's a quick in and out, and you get the immediate effects of that feel-good lift. And there's something to be said about that that people continue to want to have that. Right. So that's a good news. Is there anything that you're particularly surprised about with the conversations that you're having with gas, with these with these groups that we've been talking about? Just in your kind of relationship history of your line of work, are you surprised by any of it?
0: You know, I'm not. I still think they're trying to figure out the business. And so they bought into the thesis the car washes and in, in tunnels in general and, and memberships is a good business to be in. Now with, with that said, they also are realizing it it's easier said than done. And and you know the I can only tell you the it's still coming down to this business is an operation business. And I would tell you that not all operators operate great. I think the C Store convenient guys are figuring out that this is a little bit more challenging. And but they're you know they're going to work hard at figuring it out with in it, but it is going to come down to having the right people in their company and organization or getting that kind of expertise to helping uh, figure it out.
1: That's an interesting aspect for potential sellers too that maybe if you're not ready to be completely out of this industry that there are other opportunities to explore with these partnerships or with these, the need for car wash operations expertise from multiple people that are that are entering into the space, that that's still a very sought-after skill that, that doesn't just grow on trees and, you know, find on, you know, just any old Indeed listing that that is a specialized skill to have and to be able to execute well.
0: For sure. Yeah, absolutely. I and mean, you know, we're still in, and again, I travel the country, I've seen probably as more carousers than just about anybody, and, and we're still seeing lots of upside opportunity from an from a existing operation. To to you know, Greenfields, but it is com- it, it, it this business is coming down to the guys that, that know what they're doing because you're still going to you're going to find that the 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 ones that don't know how to operate or or really build up their, mem- their, their memberships, I, I think there's going to be challenges from all directions. So you know, it is still it's going to be a business that's going to be I think flourishing for years to come. But I but I do think we're finding that even the regional operators to even the, the new players that are coming in the space, it's all going to come down to execution, being able to deliver quality product because we're certainly building enough car washes to make it convenient for a consumer. And, and it, it will come down to who's going to give me a clean, dry, shiny car. And, and and those guys are going to win.
1: Well, and it's not, it's not like it's cheap to build a car wash. So as that cost continues to rise Having the path forward and the confidence of being able to get a return on that investment. And I think that's one of the interesting things that you touched on with this particular gas partnership with the car wash industry is that long haul mentality and that long term relationship to really hopefully, you know, strengthen those infrastructures and strengthen those operations, which serves consumers. That's helpful and it's helpful for our industry. Fun fact I want to ask, or fun question. So you talked about seeing more car washes than who knows. How many car washes have you seen this week?
0: This week? It's today's Wednesday. Mm -hmm. I've seen at least, uh, I've been to at least 20 car washes. Through 20 car washes, like literally getting a car wash. From about twenty car washes in three days.
1: That's a lot of car washes.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that that is. But you know what? It's like you've experienced and like I've experienced that once you once you see one, it's not like you've seen them all because they're all different and they all have something that's either you want to you know you make a mental note of that was really neat or cool or that you would do differently or what the opportunities are, and it really gets to be. I want to say an addiction, but it is a ongoing motivation to continue to want more.
0: So, so one of the great joys that I have is uh, when I do travel somewhere and I see an exceptionally run chain where everything runs great, and you see the
1: oh, so you when you the, go visit Bill at Metro.
0: Well, <laughs> Bill's a pretty high bar, but uh, we, we we lately I've seen a few really outstanding run chains. And when you see it, it gets you excited still. So I'm like a little kid. When I see somebody doing just an amazing job running their business, it made that travel worthwhile. On the flip side of it, I've seen some less than... Exciting operation. So we still know there's a lot of work to be done on on that side of it.
1: Absolutely. And and just talking about the saturation aspect of it, you know, you're here in the greater Phoenix area, which has a ton of car washes. I don't know if it's the most per capita or what the actual statistics are, but there's a lot. But there's still the consumer demand, and I think that that's another good reference point to look back on. Is like you touched on with the coffee aspect that the more convenient it is, the more Adoption that consumers have, the more we can continue as an industry to to meet that need. And for those that execute it exceptionally well, you know that's a that's a great bar to to set to attain.
0: Yeah, I still think there's uh, even in this Phoenix market, you're seeing car washes being built because they're they're building them because they make money. So uh, the guys in the space now are not newbies; they're 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 some of the best operators in the country, and they're building them because they're still. Uh, gaps in their in their footprint, right? And I still think, you know, at the end of the day, when you're selling car washes for twenty to thirty dollars a month, consumers will pay it if you make it convenient. So I still see a lot long, long runway of of growth and opportunities. And 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 in some cases, you know, when you have more car washes in the market, it's better for everybody because your consumer understands what that product is, right? right. You know they're 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 familiar with a membership. Uh, you go to some markets that have very few car washes that are newer and it's almost the opposite, right? The consumer has no idea what they're, what they're doing. And so those numbers are fairly low. So I, I still think we're going to see, you know, and that's why when the gas C store gets into space, it's not doomed for everybody. It's actually, you know, just another uh, opportunity, I think, to continue to educate the consumer, but it will challenge operators to, to really focus on their A game and deliver a an quality product because there is options now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So for our for our listeners, is there what's the takeaway from this? If you have to give them one or two things that like this is the most important thing of our conversation that you want them to to keep with them.
0: Yeah, I I, I got to go back to you know first off, if you're operating at a really high level and you've got you know, let's say five six thousand members, if you take care of your members and it's convenient, they're going to stick with you, right? It's 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 really if you start slipping on what you're offering, I i would say beware because there's going to be something coming after that customer. Mm-hmm. So it really is. You've got to continuously being evolving. Your site has got to be looking good. You've got to keep adding. You've got to be adding to your customer experience at all times, because at the end of the day, if you don't take care of that member. Somebody else will.
1: Absolutely. And on that customer experience side, you know, some of these gassy stores that have elevated what that means with their, you know, the offerings that they have in there. So I'm in Texas and we have several very large gas station convenience store chains that have totally, you know, changed what that looks like on this larger scale footprint, what the retail side looks like, and then adding in that car wash component. It's exciting to see the new version of what can be out there yeah
0: and I, I would say maybe just parting words is is when as this business becomes more sophisticated it's not just somebody rubbing your car with a towel and, and a soap or anymore you better get to know your your digital marketing and figure out ways to stay in touch with your customers i i can tell you that uh there's a lot of technology coming out there's a lot you're going to see a lot more coming out uh but the emphasis on on data And and knowing who your customers and and reaching them digitally is going to be critical to your long-term success.
1: That's a whole other topic, but yes, that um, not only capturing, but... Being able to analyze and have actionable insights and strategy based on the data that you have captured to make decisions on how to better reach your customers and how to market to them. And then how to thoughtfully grow that will, you know, help that strategy for, you know, for continued growth and scalability. So first, thank you, Jeff, for your time today. I always love the chance for you and I to talk about these conversations that we have, you know, just kind of. You know, over the phone or whatever but it's really important for us to be able to share the insights that we're seeing on a level across the the car wash industry and especially across the you know the nation of like what's coming in and what does this mean for the car wash community and most importantly what does it mean for car wash owners and and our drum that we've been beating is the same of focus on operations and provide a good product. And and just, you know, keep doing that side of it, but also that there are options out there for whatever phase that car wash owners are in, whether it's wanting to continue to grow, if it's looking at making a change or making an exit, but having somebody to advocate on your behalf and help you understand what the options are that may not be just right there available. Um, that's our goal is to shed some light on those other things. Well, uh, thank you again for our time and for our listener. Thank you for listening to our show today. And if you want to leave us a review for Car Wash m a the podcast, you can do so on your listening platform of choice and um, sign up for Car Wash m the newsletter on our website, AmplifyWash.com, and we will keep in touch with you. Thanks and have a great rest of the day. We'll see you next month. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Car Wash M&A, the podcast, with your host, Lennice Barnett. Like what you hear? Subscribe to our podcast feed and leave us a review or follow us on social media at Amplify Car Wash Advisors. Want more M&A information? Visit our website at amplifywash.com and listen for new episodes on the last Thursday of each month.